Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. I'm your host, Chad Peterman, and today we are going to take a look back at a future leaders meeting that we had here at Peterman Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, where I talked exclusively about the law of influence. I'm a huge John Maxwell fan. Um, I think his books are just incredibly written, easy to understand, and, and the principles are, are very easy to implement in your leadership journey. John Maxwell says the law of influence, the true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. I couldn't agree more. In this talk, you'll see how I kind of break down the ability to influence um, when it comes to attracting followers, how to build that influence with your people, and then what he looks at as far as characteristics of someone who has that influence when it comes to leadership. So uh, really excited about this. Uh, we had a lot of positive feedback from this particular meeting from, from the people that were in attendance. Without further ado, let's jump into the audio. So we've talked a little bit about influence, and I think this is one of his, one of the ones that, that he really gets into, and I think this has a lot, this chapter has a lot of good kind of, oh, okay, that's what I need to do to influence somebody rather than lead them. He characterizes the law of influence as the true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more nothing less. I think that's perfect. He says it a few times throughout the chapter and I think it's a nice reminder uh, as you read through it. He starts out by saying what leadership is not. And I'm going to read this piece because I was just like, whoa, he said it a hell of a lot better than I can. So he says the, the uh, section is, is entitled leadership is not. Leadership is often misunderstood. When people hear that someone has an impressive title or an assigned leadership position, they assume that individual to be a leader. Sometimes that's true. But titles don't have much value when it comes to leading. True leadership cannot be awarded, appointed, or assigned. It comes only from influence, and that cannot be mandated. It must be earned. The only thing a title can buy is a little time, either to increase your level of influence with others or to undermine it. To me, that's, uh, that's about as powerful as it gets right there. You know, he talks about um, in here, if you want to if you want to know if someone you have in a quote-unquote leadership position uh, is actually leading have them create a positive change start to think about that okay create a positive change and then I got to thinking about uh, my analogy from uh, from a couple of weeks ago that you guys probably all laughed at but the uh, train track example I'm sure you guys all remember. So I look at, at leadership versus management as keeping a train on the tracks. So in this instance, and what he talks about, is management is managing a process. So essentially, think about keeping a train on the tracks, just bouncing it back and forth, oh, it's leaning here, just kick it back on, just doing this. Whereas leadership and creating a positive change Leadership is 
keeping it on the tracks but moving the train down the tracks. That's the positive change. That's what leadership will do. It will put it on the tracks. The great thing about a train going down the tracks is the need for management starts to dwindle and you can start to lead the train down the tracks. The two are so, so different. Manager and leader. What if we had more leaders? What if we had more managers? Which sounds better? I'm going to opt for more leaders. That sounds like a place I would want to be. I'm sure all of you have either worked at, heard about, seen places with a lot of managers. A lot of people telling people what to do. A lot of people going around, pointing fingers, yelling at people, telling somebody they did a bad job, rarely telling anybody that they did a good job. Never heard of anybody really enjoying that place. And so it's very easy to fall into that because that's the easy thing to do. You're probably in management partly because you've got some skills. And having skills is an important piece of, of, of management and leadership, but you've also got to have that other stuff. You've got to have that relationship build. You've got to be able to do that because if you can't, you're simply the guy with the most talent or gal with the most talent, but no one's going to follow you. So I don't know why you're in charge of a department because no one in that department's going to follow you. It's, it's a department of one. You've got a hell of a lot of skill, but you can only do one thing at a time. He talks a little bit um, in here in this chapter about what, uh, what he calls his leadership myths. And he talks a lot about, you know, it's not about being the smartest person in the room. It's a lot about being the one who people will stop and listen to. You know, I think in, in, a, uh, in a number of places, there's people that are in conversations that they may, in the org chart of the company, or whatever you want to call it, don't rank ahead uh, or of someone, but when they talk, everybody listens. Everybody wants to hear what they have to say. Why is that? It's because they're respected. It's because people understand that they're not there to downgrade anybody or, you know, they're open to new ideas. You know, the same thing goes for, as I talked about at the opening, the, the famous saying, oh, I've been doing this for 30 years. Well, he calls that the pioneer myth. Well, just because you've been doing it for 30 years, doesn't mean anybody's going to follow you. Doesn't mean anybody's going to take direction from you. You've got to actively develop that. That piece has got to be developed. And it's okay if, you, if, if it's not strong right now. It's a process. We're all working on it. 
we're all working to get better. The easy path is management. The hard path is leadership. Management is easy. I can write down all the directions on a piece of paper, point my finger and tell you, go do it. Leadership is I have to somehow inspire you to help me create that bulleted list of how to do it. And then have the faith that you're going to go out and do it. That's the hard part. That's the part that's tough. That's tough for everybody. He talks about the proof of leadership. So how do you know someone's a leader versus a manager? How do you know that someone's just frankly a leader and may not have <clears throat> any title whatsoever? He said it's all in the followers. How do we gain influence and attract followers? He talks about uh, a couple of things here. Uh, I picked out um, some of them. One, when you want to create influence, attract followers, one of the keys is character. Who are they? No one's probably ever followed, uh, you know, some guy who's just, or some gal who's just like, Jiminy, what a blowhard, you know? I mean, this guy, would he just shut up? Like, who is he? Um, or the, you know, the manager that, uh, you know, doesn't seem to have his stuff together, so you're like, well, I'm not real sure, you know, he wants me to do all this stuff, but he doesn't really do any of it, so um, why in God's name would I follow him? And I think that comes back, and I've, I've talked a lot about that of leading yourself before you can lead others. You know, what are you doing to set yourself in a position where you are the example people want to follow. Yeah, I want to be like them. What do you, what do, you do? What do you do in the mornings? Do you have anything you do special? You know, how are you doing that? What's your process for that? Those are the things when I talk about leading yourself. Lead yourself first and you'll create influence. People may not do it exactly like you do it, just like me, I, I don't expect everybody to get up super early. But I hope that portrays a characteristic of on time, ready to go, not falling behind. Hey, we want to follow someone like that. Perfect. I'm good with that. I don't care what time you get up. That's your own prerogative. Everybody's got stuff. You know, the other one is relationships. If you want to create influence, you have to build relationships. We talked about this a little bit earlier with the, uh, with the installer example. You know, creating that relationship with your apprentice. Well, what's the best way to build relationships? Having a conversation with somebody. And not a conversation of, how's the weather? What are you doing this weekend? A conversation of, how are things going? Seems like you're struggling. Seems like you're down. How can I help? What would make your job easier? How could I help? Where do you feel like you could improve? Where do you feel like I could improve? Having those conversations is what builds relationships and ultimately builds influence. 
you know, we just had a, um, Danny uh, just started, and on like the third day uh, she was here, she's like, do you really know everyone here? I said, well, yeah, pretty sure. Talk to some more than others, just depending on when we run into people. And I had a comment when I was, actually the, the company that we were, uh, one of the companies we visited that was a Nexstar company, uh, and we were fairly small at the time before we joined Nexstar. We were probably 20, 30 guys uh, and gals. And um, he, had ha he had like 70 people. And they had their picture and everything like that in this one area. And, you know, he, he remarked that, yeah, I mean, there's no way I could know everybody here on this thing. And that's always stuck with me. That was like four or five years ago. And I said, there will never, ever be a day that I don't know everybody here. Never. It's just effort. It really is. I mean, it's not like I have to have like a super memory. You just like go talk to somebody and like build a relationship and like know a little bit about them. That's always been important to me because I feel like that creates the culture that we want to have here. You know who I am. I know who you are. We're all in this together and we're going to build that relationship. We're not going to be, you know, probably going to be best friends on day one. That's fine. I don't know many best friends I have that I was best friends on day one. It takes time. Uh, you know, most of your best friends you've been friends with for, you know, 20 years. But relationships. How do you build relationships with those people that you lead? You know, we talk a lot about one-on-one -on -one conversations. To me, that's the golden, that's the golden ticket. That's why you probably get brain dead hearing me talk about it. That is the ticket. That's where it's at. That's where we build these relationships so that when we say, hey, we need to move this in order to hit a goal, everybody's like, yeah, man, I'm on, let's do it. Because they know you care. They know you want to help. They know you're invested in their progress, in their growth. You know, the other one he talks about is knowledge. And knowledge comes in a couple of different forms. Knowledge comes in, obviously, what you know about your trade. So, you know, back to the installer example, if you don't know how to install a furnace, it's going to be very difficult to lead an apprentice down that path. So there's the knowledge, there's the technical piece, which I said is a key component to leadership. But there's also the knowledge piece of being open-minded. Knowledge piece of being accepting of new ideas. Even from someone who doesn't know half of what you know, oftentimes looking at something from a different perspective is the best suggestion that you can get. Because what's the common saying? Been doing this for 30 years, you've probably been looking at the same problem for 30 years the same way and viewing it as a problem. I tell you, some of the best stuff that we get as far as changes, marketing, all of that stuff, comes from totally outside our industry. Like a lot of our, a lot of our marketing in um, early on, which is kind of integrated, came from dentists. What do we have in common with a dentist? Twice a year, checkup. No one wants to go, at least I hope not. God, I hate the dentist. 
Uh, I do like my dentist, but I do not like going. Um, but, uh, and so we took a lot of their stuff of how do you get people to come back, you know? How do we create that six month checkup? We're working on that right now. Everybody goes to the dentist, what do they ask you? All right, let's schedule you for six months out. And so you put some random date on your calendar six months out, not knowing what is going on. Like I just saw my calendar the other day, I got a dentist appointment two weeks. I was like, I have no idea when I scheduled that, but obviously I have an appointment. But stuff like that, being open-minded that there is other ways of doing things. There are other things that we can do. I remember when we first switched them to monthly payments on our membership. What was the first objection? All right, nobody gonna pay monthly? Not a chance. Really? Netflix does it all day, every day. And we gladly pay that. Think about it from a different perspective. That's how you create influence. This one is a, uh, th this next one is a fun one because I, I uh, people probably just, I can only imagine uh, people laugh at me, but being able to handle intangibles. So influence and managing that, you have to be conscious of energy, morale, timing, momentum. All of these things our leadership. You know, there's a great book, and uh, some of our sales sales team has, has, has heard of it. It's called Persuasion. So it's all in the art of how do I set the stage for success? How do I get someone to buy what I'm selling? In leadership, you're selling something. What's everybody always say in, in, in our industry? I ain't no salesman. Yeah, you are. Sorry. Everybody is. Everybody's selling something. But being able to manage those intangibles. All of our, all of our company meetings are structured around momentum. We want everybody to feel it. Like It's hard to inspire somebody. It's hard to create influence. If, everybody, if you tell them 14 bad things and then go, guys, let's go get them. No, not gonna work. Always thinking about timing. And that's not to be deceitful or anything like that, but that's like, you know, like if you're gonna take a girl out on a date, like you're not gonna show up late and look, you're gonna prepare. You know, I think they talk about this in the, uh, in the install class. You, you know, if you're going to go take a girl on a date, you're going to buy flowers, you're going to smell good, you're going to take a shower, you may buy a new shirt. You're, I mean, you're going to get ready. You're going to create that momentum. You're going to manage those intangibles. Well, what are you doing when you take someone on a date? You're trying to create influence. You're trying to sell them something. It's the same in leadership. It's what you're doing. You're creating influence for other, with others so that they follow you. You know, that takes me to the, the last one that he had on here was ability. So, how do we create influence? We have the ability. You know, this one I came up, came up with this morning. I was like, as a leader, have we ever thought, what are we promising our people? 
What are we promising them? Ultimately, in leadership, if you want people to follow, you're going to promise them something and then you got to deliver it to get you thinking. When we go to run a service call, we just have to deliver for that hour. We've got to deliver service for that hour. We go install a piece of equipment, we got to deliver for eight, ten hours. We got to deliver that service right then. Unfortunately, Leadership is something we have to deliver each and every day. That's why it's hard. That's why it's tough. You have to deliver leadership every single day. Never stops. You know, me standing up here talking, I'm not going to create a leader today. Won't happen. I mean, my objective with these is to share all the knowledge that I have so that you pick up one or two things. There is no day off in leadership. Because the minute you take a day off is the minute that you lose influence. You have to have that influence. Leadership is an infinite game. I've talked about that before. Leadership is like parenting or a marriage. It doesn't stop. Every day you have to deliver. If you don't, what happens? Kid gets off the wrong, 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 uh, wrong track. Marriage has an argument. <clears throat> it's infinite. It's always going. That's what separates leadership from management. Management, I just got to manage the process during this eight hours of the day. Leadership is always going. It's always moving. You're always having to deliver. And that comes back to what are you promising your people? What are you telling them that you're going to do for them? What's that change? Why should they follow you? We follow people because there is ultimately a self-interest piece. Why would I follow somebody? But I think it's important as the leader to understand what is it that I'm promising them? Have I promised them anything? Would it help if I did? Would it help if I had a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them and explained to them, I have your interest at heart. I'm here to help you grow. What is it that you need help with? How can I help? How can you help yourself? What does it look like in three years for you? Here's how I see it. Here's where we'll go. So as you lead your, as you lead your people, what is the vision that you're giving them? Why are they following you? Are they following you because they have to? Or are they following you because they want to? And they know you want to help. They know you care about them. So as you lead people today, and as I said, everyone is leading. As you lead people today, one, what are you selling? And two, what are you promising them? I think you get people to follow quite a bit more if you actually sit down and promise them something. What am I going to do for you? What do you need from me? That's what it's about.
then it makes it really easy to reach out and help somebody because I can reach out and help them in exactly the fashion that they need rather than pointing the finger and making them follow the directions. Less follow the directions, more empowerment. Empower them to be great. And you too will see growth.